The current podcast is sponsored by New Life Barber Lounge. New Life is not another barbershop. This is a place where you will find great energy and a friend in the New Life crew. This is a place all about the experience. They will take care of you and have you looking spectacular. Don't waste your time at any other place. Go right now and follow them on Instagram at New Life Barbers and get yourself looking spectacular. Welcome to the current podcast, y'all. This is your producer, Mauricio. We're going to another week, 100 and t- episode 112. Man, we're going crazy. We're going in. Yeah, you butchering. Oh, uh, bro. Otro Butcher con it. energia mala, wey. Energia mala, you know, Come wey. On, bro. We got, we got uh, Manny and Byron on the... Uh, I mean, Manny and Byron. We got whoa, Manny and Enzo on the side. Butchering You've been hard, replaced, yo. bro. You've been replaced, it's bro. Sorry, bro. It's all right, <laughs> with us in spirit, though. El Curry Podcast. We'll give us a good say. Damn, bro, dele un shot para que se sienta un poquito más con see, energía, nah, this, bro. At this point of the day, bro, it's going to knock me out, bro. Need <laughs> more than one shot. <laughs> shot. Need more than one shot, for sure. He, dude, he's uh, no energy, bro. But yeah, man, thank you guys for being here today. How you guys doing today? Ah, today, we're doing well. Doing excellent, bro. God day, has man. been good. Amen to that. Preach. Uh, yeah. We can't speak for the same people, for the same for the people that were performing in Hong Kong this weekend. Oh, uh, did you guys see talk about the Addy yeah, screen that, one? That bro, that's, that scares the crap out of me, bro. Yeah, It's like bro, part of your field, right? If you yeah, guys don't bro, rig I that mean, right. Yeah, he, well, I'm rigging at least, but I mean... Well, you got to have ri- the rigging and the safety cables. To me, that showed that they didn't have safety cables to catch that. I mean, if safety the rigging cables will give up either way, too. But I mean, the but rigging... But it's like, it's something that helps you prevent that, at least. For, I mean, for more time, at least. No, for sure, but like... Those things snapped for sure, but the thing is, yeah, the rigging was not done properly. I mean, anytime you rig something, there's there's weight that that's rated for each thing you're you're putting on there and stuff like that. And I mean, here in the U.S., we have we have um, an engineer that's dedicated to to making yeah. sure how much weight is put on on each piece's trust. And on top of that, there's also a fire marshal that comes in. Double checks that basically is mm-hmm. what's if to to check but all those things. They, they'll ask for the plans. Yeah, because there's that one that designs it, but then the engineer is the one that decides if the design can actually be done or not as well. Pretty much, they have to come and give the logistics of like this design cannot be done this way because of this. You need to ch- change it to this way in case of of like anything that can happen that way. Yeah. So and they, that's another thing. Why would, in my opinion, why would you put? An LED, like an LED panel wall like that, above the dancers like that. Porque son babos. Like no, but the thing is that they 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 didn't they put it on like str- like almost like metal cables. I did. It looks like mm-hmm. because it looks like one side of the metal cables gives out and then the other one gives out because no, I mean, the, they're not the tension cables. is on they, one. They should be technically they should all be uh, chain motors. Yeah. So they're all, they're all chains. It's nothing like. Safety cables, so it's it's all no, chain no, no. Motors. I'm not saying. I'm just saying the way it looks, right? No, for sure. Yeah, they're chain yeah. motors that, that yeah. what's holding it all up. I mean, yeah. even at, at at like any place you go to, it's all gonna be chain motors that's holding mm-hmm. that stuff up. Um, it's just it's just was that chain motor rated for that weight? Had it been inspected? All those things are are and were they even really using chain motors? I mean, yeah. that, I'm assuming that they were, but they're supposed to be. Um, and even then, bro, like. When I've seen them do this, they'll use chain motors, they'll use the safeties, and they also use like like certain rated ropes as another safety cable. Yeah, slings. Yeah, so they call them slings. So all that starts to starts to make a big difference there as well. 
Um, but that's what happened in Hong Kong this week, man. That that accident was really scary because it falls on one like basically like right the middle, right down the middle of his body. Yeah, and then it falls on, on another, another guy. Dancer. Yeah, because it falls straight first and then yeah. it tilts. Kinda, so it injures two people. Kind of, uh, they didn't die. Uh, you know, thank God, but they do have severe injuries. Something, something related to uh, Hong Kong and China and all that is uh, there's a tensions escalating between the United States and China right now because Nancy Pelosi is in Taiwan or is landing in Taiwan, and um, actually there was a report that several Chinese warplanes flew close to the median line dividing Taiwan Strait ahead of the U.S. House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi's expected arrival in Taipei. So, well, um, you know, whenever she's involved, there's controversy for sure. So, well, I mean, the thing is, she already said that there, uh, she would defend Taiwan with military force if need be. And then, who the hell is she, bro? She's not the president to be the saying speaker that. Speaker of the House. What do you yeah. mean? She can call for war too, some bro. Bullshit, bro. Trans Pelosi, some bullshit. It's all the same. They're all parts. Hey, bro. Of, they're all Her feathers. Heavies bring the war, bro. They're all feathers <laughs> of the <laughs> same heavies, bird, bro. bro. They're all feathers of the same bird. I'm not saying that one is better than the other. I'm just saying. Nancy Pelosi, bro. No, nah, but I'm just saying, like, this is this is a, and you know the thing that's crazy is that you know New York's been getting a lot of like they got that nuclear thing to be aware of, uh, maybe a month ago, and then now they got uh they got another like announcement through their television to have a a backpack to go uh, to go backpack ready for in case of emergencies. I mean, bro, so why as Californians, we well, should have well, all the that, monkey bro. Pox right, is the talking wild about, thing in New York right I'm now. I'm talking about oh, e, all right, but why are That's we the other thing that's happening in San Francisco too. Why are, and in California right now we just got Newsom just placed the California state of emergency cuz of mm -hmm. monkeypox. Yeah. But, but it's only supposed but it's to be because affecting, of what's happening in San Francisco. It's only supposed to be affecting the <laughs> the West LGBT Hollywood, community. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying like We'll see what happens. But honestly, it's kind of crazy, bro. It's like, it's just so many things going on in the world right now that, you know, how is it a whole country, a whole city, New York gets warnings like this, but we haven't gotten no warnings. And we're closer to China than they are. Because they know something we don't? That's crazy, bro. I'm just like, what the fuck? I'd be, I'd be shook to be in New York and then get a, first a nuclear warning to be prepared for any nuclear attack what to do to stay sheltered and all that. And then to get a, oh, if shit happens, here's the fan, have a to-go bag so you can leave town. Like, bro, what? And they even told kids to put a, a Nintendo Switch in your bag. Entertainment. Bruh. What if it's an EMP bomb and that shit's gone? You don't get entertainment. Man, uh... Which I learn heard... Learn to look at nature. I heard that the new nuclear warheads have that capability where the first section of the bomb will... Do the EMP first? We'll do the EMP side of it, like the warhead of it, and then the other sections of the nuclear side. So basically, the the part will, in its route, it will disintegrate the 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 electricity, the grid, right? The grid, right? Mm -hmm. And then when it impacts, is when we get the nuclear um, effect effect of it, which is the aftermath. You know what I mean? So it's kind of crazy that some shit, some crazy shit happening, man. But yeah, with that monkeypox thing, the California becomes the third state to declare a state of emergency behind Where the other ones? Um, Chicago and New York. Ah. Um, and there's 6,000 cases liberal spread states across were big LGBT communities. Um, 6,000 cases saying. across the US and Puerto Rico. Uh, so that that is uh, definitely spreading according to the CDC. But you know what's crazy? Also, in I think Japan, there's been an issue with uh, monkeys attacking humans, elderly. Young and um, babies, 
like snatching babies from they already killed the baby. I think they they threw him off the second floor or something like that. That was in Japan. Yeah, not it's, Thailand. Oh, I think I seen that in Japan. But I, it's like going. It's because going. I, I know that like uh, Thai, seen, Thailand has a lot of monkeys roaming their streets. In I don't know. Also. I don't know about Japan. That whole region is just infested by monkeys. Like what we have as birds, they got as monkeys. I've never heard of Japan with like that many monkeys. But all right. I mean, that's what I was. I was no, I'm. I'm just. I mean, you could, you could, you could double check. You have a phone on your on your waist. Oh, oh. I, I, apparently, according to Mister Producer, no, 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 big no, no. I mean, I, I, I just did it right now when I put the, the, the <laughs> yeah, title bro. You don't shit. give a fuck, bro. Yeah. Being honest with you, bro. We're on camera. You're on like. Well, just, oh, did you guys see the spinny? Did you guys talk about the spinny back? Like, yeah, bro. We just talked about that. Shit, hey, dog. bro. Yeah, dog. Why, well, why you when I'm getting my news, wife bro. to hit me about certain things, yeah, I yeah, and then there's always an there. excuse for it. Um, but, hey, bro, Mister Always Right about definitions here. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm still double back, and I'm still dumbfounded by that. Yeah, because you know something's going on in California, y'all. That's gonna that's definitely gonna affect a lot of people. Um, in addition to this state of emergency, music gonna affect you. Ten percent rent increase for a lot of people. Or apartments. So apartments, people that are renting in general, bro. They, they, anybody can get hit with that. Um, so there, really there's no. This is this, this, this is a result of no the rent minimum, control, right? The minimum went up again, didn't it? Also, as that well. too. Well, I mean, Enzo posted it today. I mean, uh, the the stimulus caused what you said four years of inflation. No, it's been four years since we got that type of inflation. 40 years since we got... Oh, yes, okay. the last time we got that inflation was the 70s. That type of spike. It's crazy. But you know what's crazy too, though? But what I've seen the last two weeks that gas prices have gone down like 60 cents. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, it was yeah. pumping like at 580 almost. And this last week, I pumped at 513. Wow. Big-ass difference, bro. Is it? I mean, is. 60 cents is a significant drop. I still feel like it's the same shit. No. Anything, no, anything to me, over, ever since we started paying anything over $3 is fucking like... No doubt, but I mean, no, paying but with The last time $6? we paid $3 was a long time ago. How long ago. ago was that? Bro, like, I want to say, like, when I got out of high school, maybe. Yeah. 2014, yeah. bro. How long ago was that? We Six haven't years been ago? paying $3 nah, in a bro. while, bro. The, the, I mean, when it went down during the pandemic, it went down to 4 Well, remember... You're speaking as a Californian. Yeah, because we've always paid more. I mean, we can only I, speak as I, what we are, bro. I think yeah. I went to Nevada in the last few years, and I think I paid around three bucks. Oh something. well, that's because once you cross state lines, so it's cheaper. We're speaking as California. yeah, but, but that's we're not, not like you we're, we're not residents of the yeah, Las Vegas. You you're not going to pump like Vegas just to pump but gas. But I pumped bro. gas one time there, and that's oh three bucks. God. Like, I mean, what do you mean? Oh my god, bro! If you know, if you go to Mexico, they they this not even charged by the liter, bro. It's charged by like a whole different because it's like oh, but according to your logic, you're not Mexico. You can't fucking say about that. Like, if I go, that's like saying like if I pump one time in Mexico, it's crazy. All right, look for what's the price of gas in El Salvador? Doing what's the, I have no idea. You know what's bro. funny? It's down the same shit over here I as California, no though. Is it? Yes. And that's even worse. Yes. Because the national average is not five dollars. But it's been like that over there too. I, whenever I see gas prices on the Savi channel, my parents is basically no idea. on par with what's going on here. Here, what I'll see, what I'll see that is cheaper over there is diesel. I have no idea. Once again, I'm not a citizen of those places. I have no idea. I understand. We're citizens of the United States, bro. I understand that what you're saying. uh, We're residents of California. That that other states are worried that theirs hit $5. And I was kind of like, ours is at 8, bro. Some of ours is at 10, bro. I never paid... That, like, like with the Beverly Hills price that they were going to buy. I paid six with. bucks was the most. The That's 10? the most I paid also. 
No, the viral that went on very Beverly Hills. No, it was like eight something. I never saw it go to ten. No, I got it went to ten, bro. At one point, I think it was that one spot, and then they they got a lot of ridicule and got for they marked it. The down most themselves. I ever paid was seven. Yes, I'm saying I paid seven. six. I ain't paying no nothing. And then that's the other thing. All right, let's have let's have this conversation. Does it matter where you pump? Yes. Yes. Why do you think it matters? Yeah. Why do you think it matters? The location. What do you mean? Uh, for example... No, I'm talking about branding. The gas. Oh, well, no. Like I mean, Arco, Shell, Chevron, like yes all that shit. Yes and no. Do you think yes it matters? And no. Yes no? and no. In what sense? Tell me. What yes and no because, uh, like, for example, Shell owns its own oil. And Which it does its BP. own system. Right, BP. Yeah. Um, if you're buying from Arco, Arco doesn't own that oil. Uh, Arco is a distributor. So they just buy oil. actually BP. Like, they just buy from uh, whoever has it, and then that's what they give you. Same thing with Costco. That's why Costco can go cheap. They just buy it from whoever has it, and that whatever they have is what they give you. All right, so my question is, does it matter, though, to you? Personally, I mean, it could matter in the sense of how, how much do you care for your car, you know? like If you go to Arco, like, really, does that matter? It could mess up your engine if you talk to mechanics. If, if See, that's what I'm just... saying. I've had, I have clients that are mechanics, and they tell me it doesn't matter. Especially, like, in my case, I'm putting yeah. premium wherever I go. It's going to be Well, you premium. got to because your engine exactly. won't, won't take any other thing. So it's like, it, it doesn't. He, he says, once you're taking premium, it doesn't fucking matter. You could go to Arco, you go to oh. Value Save, and it's going to be premium because it's premium. Right, but I, it's like, I, I'm talking uh, from the regular side, my guy. Right, but that's what I'm you, saying. You're like, talking even about then, premium. Even I'm then, talking about like, regular. Let, even then, a mechanic will tell you if you put premium, it'll last you longer than if you get yeah, you're regular. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. if you're talking about cents earlier, oh, sixty cents. Oh, so then why don't you put premium in your regular car if it's gonna last longer? But we're talking about cents. Depends if you can afford it. Sir. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. You're talking about. <laughs> You guys were just talking about sense. Oh, it's down this much, but yet if you're trying to maintain your car and make it last long, why don't you give it premium? Because not every car requires premium. It's not about it requiring it. It's about it's premium gas. There's some cars that are not going to run efficiently with premium. Actually. Yes. So what cars are those? Four cylinder cars don't re- don't. I have don't a four cylinder car. And it's premium. Yours is a different type of an engine, though. Mercedes That's what I'm saying. Like most, like maybe your car, I would say, yeah, it's yeah, a fucking '90s car for bro. sure. But, like, anything over 2000s, I mean, it's not going to hurt your car if you put premium in a newer, like, you know, a car that's 10, 20 years old. Aside from yours, it's 30 years old. Obviously, technology back then. You know what I'm like saying? Like, for example... Because I've asked my clients that are technology... For example, techno- Byron's that, car that he has, his Lexus, he needs to put, I think, the premium. He can't be putting regular glass on his nah, shirt. No, he can't put regular glass sure, on Lexus. That I understand. It's a Lexus. Yeah. But I'm saying it doesn't hurt a regular Civic to be put yes, premium. Yes, if you can afford it. Yes. But that's what I'm saying. You're telling me earlier that 60 is dropped from 580 to 513. And then well, I'm like, I didn't tell you. Maury did. Well, both of you guys are on the same boat because you're all saying that it's cheaper to you. But I'm saying if if you're, if you're the logic is... Well, exactly first is of all, sir, let me make a clarification. What is it? You feel attacked. That's why you're over here. Let me yeah, flirt. <laughs> because I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what do you I, mean? First of all, my car only takes 91 since it's been in my possession. So it's premium. I always pay 91. There you bro. go. 
That's you, me. That's you because, you, like, I saw my logic. If I even if I had like a Toyota, even bro, I'm even on premium, my parents' on my Camry, car, I put premium. On my parents' because, car, I do the same. And my parents are like, "You don't have to do that." And I'm like, "No, I want to exactly do that." Exactly like, because your gas lasts longer. Yeah, and is better for your engine. And this is the only thing I've gotten from my clients. That yes, are I mechanics. agree with you, you know on that. Like, that my car, my, since it's been in my possession, my boy, that's the only my thing. boy that had told me shout out to David, he works on diesel trucks, so yeah. he's not in the states no more. He went to Mexico, but. You know, he told me a lot about stuff about cars, and he went to like uh, those new schools to like to yeah. become mechanic and shit. So he was like, I was asking him all these questions one time when he came to change my tire one time, and he was like, "No, bro, it doesn't really like even the branding does it. It's all it all comes no, from the that, same spots." And I'm like, "You probably right." Well, the difference is the cleaning technique. Like, I wonder what because uh, Russia the oil is oil, but the cleaning technique is different, bro. Like the refinement, of yeah, course, yeah, exactly. But that's my point. Because yeah. once you because get, that's where the brand names come. Once it's you highly get refine it. Premium. It's also the best refined oil. Yes, correct. You know what I'm saying. So that's why my logic is, if I had, if if we're talking about cents, I'll rather pay a couple more cents for my car to be running with premium oil. The other thing too, I mean gas with, with not my oil, car too. That's two different with things. my car. Because I, I did have moments where like because sometimes my mom likes to use my car and she'll I, I had and to she'll teach put her the other stuff on there. I had to teach her like if you're gonna put gas in my car, let me know. I'll give you the money. Like you don't have to spend your money. But I had to teach her because sometimes she would put gas like she would see that it was low and then she'll put, and then she'll put the and then mix it with the other one. Yeah, like she'll she'll put the does it the eighty seven. It doesn't. Yeah, the, the engine doesn't work the same, but. What I also noticed is that it it would spend it like this, right? Like it, it does like in a in a few like the trips that I do when I have premium, like and I do it with unleaded. It's like, bro, it's gone. The only thing that I have noticed yeah. is that if I have my AC on a lot, my gas goes. Oh, but well, that's natural on any car. No shit, that shit's annoying. The other thing is the lag. That's why I don't like. I, personally, me, I hate driving with AC unless I need to. Because I hate the the lag in the engine. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Like the lag in the engine, because you do, you lose horsepower. Yeah, you do. Because you lose horsepower, engine. and I hate because I like for me, I sometimes I like cutting people off. Question: like, I got to move around. Right. Question: Are all these things happening in California? Would this ever cause you to think about reconsidering about being a California resident? Like relocation? Yes. Like the fact that every taxes is crazy, um, crime rate is going I, up. I, I've thought, Everything is going up, no, I, and in I, a I've negative considered, way. I've considered going somewhere else, like but it's. But at the same time, it's kind of like, what's a better spot than California? Right. Is it? That's like, the hard part because I've traveled. I mean, I've got. I've traveled to different states, and I, I like. I like those states to visit, but I don't like those states to live in. But I mean, you also can't say that because you haven't lived there, have you? But I've been there long enough to be okay. like, I don't know. Like, if what I state was be that? There. Was where you like? Because uh, I haven't been nowhere in this All country. All right, so to be I like. I've been to Oregon. Oregon is beautiful, bro. Like, you go to Oregon, it's beautiful. There's a lot of nature stuff to do. Like, uh, you know, there's a lot of um, uh, roads that you can go where you can go hiking. There's a lot of waterfalls. There's a lot of outdoor activities. It's a very beautiful place. But there's not like. Like everything that you can do in California California has everything You know like anything you want to do Any activity you want to do Or anything that's popular You're going to find it here in LA But once you go out there It's not the same You know Some things are more limited than other things True Um, So And I think also too is that 
When you make move, it, you have to think about lifestyle. So, like, the only other two states I can think that can kind of match the Florida. lifestyle of here is Florida and New York. Damn, but New York is hella yeah, yeah. No, New York, for what I have here, is, like, 4500 So, hell no, I'm not going to go to New York. But that's York. my thing. Rent is too does, wild. Does that make you... Because everything's going up here, does, and we're talking about rent increase here also. Yeah. Does that make you think about, like, damn, I got to grind more? Or does that make you think, fuck, I got to relocate? No. Because I've I, seen I, two I, people I, that, like... I, I, for me, it's kind of like, I got to grind more. Right? I, Same I'm here, not, bro. I'm not the idea of, I need to move. For me, it's like I gotta grind more. I love, I like I said, I love LA, man. Me too, bro. I can't. I, I can't love see LA. I, I love the fact that I can, in an hour, be at the beach, and the next hour, I can uh, be in snow mountains. Like, you don't get that everywhere, bro. Like, right. there's other places where people have to travel like four hours to get to the beach. I'm now, like, bro, I'm not with about that to being do that. said. Do you feel that we need to start voting in the right politicians to keep? California uh, a place where people want to come and stay because I feel like yeah. the politicians and the way that policies is going around in this state well, it's really pushing a lot of people well, the, away well, the, the thing that it, it makes it difficult is that California is a melting pot in the sense that it's it's very diverse and it needs to please a huge populace and that that's where it becomes difficult is pleasing the populace that you have uh, because there's such a diverse crowd and, yeah, but it almost seems who, like the way that the we're pleasing time, them is by going liberal and it's not working. And at the same time, it's like, okay, how many of those people that you need to please are actually voting? Because there's a lot of people that live here, but not a lot of people actually vote. And not a lot of people actually go and try to make the change. I feel like everybody's caught up in, oh, I don't want to vote because I'm voting for a president. When it's like, bro, you got to vote for bills Your local government. Your local local, government affects your local life. I mean, even your state, bro, because like (laughs) the gas tax is ridiculous in this state, Mm -hmm. bro. How is it that we like... That's another thing. If you like when you go to Seattle, right, and, and you go to the Nike store, you buy the Nikes there. No, no tax. No tax. It's whatever's on tag is what you're going to pay. Like, that's the other thing, dude, when you look at that stuff. You over here, you get taxed for everything. Everything. And that's everything. my thing. Is, and then the other thing is if you're eating out, like, you're paying, like, if you go to a restaurant, you're paying tax and you still got a tip. You, like, one thing for me, like, it, that's another thing. You don't thing. got a tip. It's, it's, it's. No. You got a tip? Why? Yeah, here you got a tip. You don't got a tip, bro. Uh, uh, I like, if you don't tips. want to, that's fine. I but don't get. I don't expect tips. I think it's courteous to tip, but it's no. Nah, but that's different. And your profession is different than if when you're eating. Eating because you're when you tip. Yeah, if, if you're eating at a restaurant, I'm talking about a restaurant, not a fast food place. If you're eating at a restaurant, you have someone serving you. That's why they expect a tip because they're serving you. They're right, giving but what you, if you a get service. Shitty service. Okay, seen that that one meme where it's like. When the when the waiter looks at you all crying when all they did was flip the iPad and shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What I if like no tip, bro? Just, yeah. just flip what do you want a tip for? Like, and that's why or, I prefer or also takeout. The tip, like, I've been doing the self checkout things too, and I'll ask that's for a tip why, there. Yeah. I'm like, bro. That's another thing I was about to bring the up. Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, I I personally I prefer taking out. Like, I'll get the food from the place, but I'll I'll avoid eating there, just to be like, I don't want to pay the tip. But then it sucks, man, because in the, and then when I'm starting to think about it now, yeah. it's like I'm, I really think about it, like, damn, that is also a person that's like maybe exactly. Not but, surviving it, but if you didn't serve me, I don't have to pay you, right? Yeah, that's my. That's thing. why I rather do the takeout. 
Like, I'll buy the food I want from the place, but it's like, I'd rather just, all right, take it out. I'm not going to eat at your establishment. Have you guys ever had, like, really bad service somewhere where you went and you almost had to, like, I need to speak to your manager? No, I've never gotten to that point. Like, I've had, like, bad service in the sense where, like, the server was too busy, but nothing where, like, they've messed with my food. Okay. What about you, Mauricio? Um, I'm not going to lie. I did have a bad experience at Starbucks once. Really? Yeah. What happened? They just kept fucking up the drink, bro. The same day? Yeah, like I went through the drive-thru, got a bad drink, went inside. I was like, hey, it's not correct. They gave me back the drink, and it, it almost felt like they gave me back the same drink. And I was like... And then I remember talking about it, talking to one of the people, and then this other guy looked at me, and he just started laughing. That and works I was, there. Yeah, and I kind of was like, bro, what are you laughing at, bro? If someone fucks up your order, you're going to be upset too. And then I was like, as a matter of fact, let me get your name so I can talk to your manager tomorrow. And what did he say? And then he, he was like... He was like, and then he, I don't know, he tried to make some stupid remark, but his coworker gave me the, the name. And then, like, I, I don't even know if I called, but it did, like, at the moment, I remember I was working in retail and all that shit. And I'm like, bro, you don't, you don't treat customers like this. Right. You know what I mean? So, and that's but another at a restaurant, I think, food industry is wild, bro. I think one time at a restaurant, I think it was like an Olive Garden where I asked, they brought me, like, it was like pasta with meat. And then the meat came, like, fucking bloody. And, like, I didn't ask for it like that. Um, but they were cool. Like, they gave me the free plate. So, you know. But I've never had, like, where it's like I had to be like, yo, I need to speak to your manager. It's like Yeah, ridiculous. I've rarely had instances um, like that. But, yeah, Starbucks was like that, that one time where I was like, yeah. I'm going to call your manager tomorrow. But see, him, I understand. Because if they messed with your food, that's a different thing. A server, like, hey, if you don't give me good service, well, just know I'm not going to give you a great tip. You know, But if you're I, still going to tip then. It, but it might be a bad tip, bro. So what's I, a bad like, tip to you? A dollar. That's a bad tip. A dollar. That's better than nothing, though, because some people will like, just not leave, give you nothing. Yeah. Right. Like I've the mo- like I've done that. Okay. How mo- okay now now how what do you guys think about this? The what do you think the amount of tip you leave like that? What that says about you? Like you're cheap. You're oh, not. I'm pretty sure they'll think that way. But it's like, what I did don't you think do it. to earn what I had to give you? You know, like I don't like me. If you know me, I don't mind tipping. If I'm going to eat at that establishment, I don't mind tipping. You've seen me when you've gone out to eat with me. I don't mind tipping. My issue is, all right, how how did you serve me? How did you treat me? Like, that that's what matters to your tip is how did you treat the customer? How did you serve them? What attention did you give them? That's what earns you the tip. If you don't do that stuff. True, true. If you don't do that stuff, obviously, the, the person that's there, that is doing that experience, is going to be like, well, you didn't give me a good experience. My, so my one, give so it's all my, about the experience then, my, basically. Yeah. My one thing for when I go out to eat a restaurant was um, that I have to ask you to refill my cup. Oh, yeah. that's, that's me. If I didn't if have you to come ask over, you, yeah. and that shit's refilled every time I look over, bro, we straight. You're getting, you're getting your 50% if not more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's my gauge for, I think, for tipping. As look, on, to be honest with you guys, like, the last I time I went to a restaurant I, I was when we went to, um, for my birthday when we went to Vegas. Yeah, and I can't blame food that's late sometimes on the server. That's on the chef and all that. Yeah. You know what and I mean? And I remember so. I, me and my wife tipped, and then I remember I wanted to leave a good tip. She was like, why are you going to leave so much? And I was like, because, you know, it's my birthday. I want to give it to tip. Yeah. But I mean, like I'm in Vegas. Let me let me let me she, ball out. She was like, "But you didn't like your food," and I was like, "That's true. Uh, That's true." Remember, I like, remember that because I was at your table. I was at your table. I was like, uh, yeah. and then I just left it. I just left, you know, because in my head, I always think like I'm a, I'm in the service industry. I, I'm a barber. Yeah. I charge what I charge, but I with my charge. But, but let's be real. Back in the day, you used to get upset when they weren't they didn't tip you. 
Yes, but that's why now I feel like with my price point at where yeah. it's at, I don't work for tips. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel like... Because I, I remember back in the day, you used to do the post where you were like, oh, if if you ain't tipping your barber, that shows that you didn't like the haircut. I remember well, I mean, you used to do I mean, those. things like, well, it's true, bro, yeah. because it's like, especially at a certain price point. Like, let's say yeah. back then I was charging 20 bucks. Yeah, I remember that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Back then, 20 bucks wasn't much, but it's also like... You can't shoot me 25. Or else mm-hmm. people would be like, like for not even, I wasn't trying, I was trying 25. Mm-hmm. So people would give me 30. Yeah. And then I, I used to, it used to irk me because I'm like, you're being picky. And then you still want to oh, ask Oh, so you're me. talking about the customers that would ask you for extra stuff. And yeah, then, bro. Yeah, okay, you're being you. picky. And then... Hey, I, I'm just bringing that story up, but I'm like, I don't know what the was context, happening. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're there being you go. picky, Bring the context. 25 bucks. Yeah. And then I'm expecting you're gonna give me the five dollars because you're being picky. You asked me to do it a little extra, so all right, yeah. bet. It's like in the, it's like in the, it's like yeah. in the table. Mm. Hey man, if as long as that cup is full with, with water, drink, whatever mm. you had, or the the the, 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 the tortilla chips is still coming yeah. flowing, hey, you gonna get your tip, right? But if you over here, and hey, now nah, can you can you, can you do my eyebrows now? Oh, bro, can you scratch my balls? Like if you're on. <laughs> You know what I'm I, didn't, I didn't know that service. Bro, people didn't, <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm hey, just, bro, I didn't see that on Booksy, bro. I know. We're going to go to that service at, bro. It's like, is, it's like, bro, you expect me to go above and beyond for you. Yeah, I get you. I get you. But so, yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, like, so. No, and, and as I was telling your brother last time, too, because I remember people were like, uh, there's people that sometimes tell him, you know, your brother charges a lot. And I'm like, bro, you're paying for the art. Right. You know, at the end of the day... You were just telling me earlier, it was like, yeah, you noticed the blend. Yeah, no, people notice that on right, me. And they yeah. tell me about it. And I, t- I told your brother, I, was, I told your brother, I was like, at the end of the day, our haircuts are a canvas to your brother. And you're paying for his art, the knowledge of his art. That's right. what you're paying for. Real talk. So it's like, people that say, oh, it's too expensive. I'm like, well, if you can't afford that art, you go to another artist. Right, exactly. You know? And that's why at my shop, like, what... what I charge what I charge because of the years it took me to be that good at and and give you in and out at a certain amount of time, right? Yeah. So there's other options at other barbers at my shop with different price points, and I always in, encourage and in, and tell them that at a certain point you want to go up in price so that you're not accessible to everybody because mm-hmm. not everybody will appreciate you. Yeah. They will pay you. Because the price point is convenient to them, but they will not pay you because they appreciate the service. They won't pay you because they appreciate the craftsmanship, the art, the experience. Nah, they're paying you because they're getting what they want out of you and you're at that price point. You fit under their budget, which mm. totally understandable. Everybody's yeah. economics is different. Yep. I understand. Yeah. But therefore, like I said, I don't work for for tips. My tips, in my opinion, yeah, no, are at the, included. At the price range you're at, you don't it's need included. it. included. I don't yeah, need yeah. to work for no tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. like, kind of goes into to show like, yeah. what what do you guys think about? about but see, like, that's the difference when you get out of the United States. Once you get out of the United States and you go to other countries, yeah, it's dirt cheap, there's bro. no there's no tipping. Really, there's I remember, no tipping. I, I tip my barber. No, no like if you go out of out of out of the country. There's no tipping. Even in like... Like if rec- you go to Mexico, right? So at restaurant, there's no tipping. At restaurants, no. It's included in the price already. Oh, there you go. It's included in the price already. So you don't have to tip. If you tip, it's out of the kindness of your heart, bro. Right, right, right. That's literally what it is. Uh, another thing too is like... I remember my friend who was, a, who was a bartender, he used to tell me... He's like, if you want good service, do the following thing. He's like, get a 20 
and give that 20 to the bartender and give them your card. And just tell them, hey, open up a tab. Make sure that I, I get your attention. And you give them the 20. Because he's like, that automatically, the fact that you're already tipping from the start, you're giving them your card, that already shows them like, all right, you're here for business and you want good service. Boom, done. Right, right, yeah. right now, for sure. So I feel like it's something that as a barber, as a server, you know what I mean? Like, do your best so that it, it comes into the play. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. something that you just want to be like, expect it also. Because if you're not doing that, you know what I mean? How are you going to even expect Cause like I feel like all right, you go to eat, yeah, and you have a a meeting there. Sometimes you have a meeting, you want somebody to just leave you alone. Correct, you know what I'm saying? Correct. Like, yeah, you don't I, want I feel as a server, you. you should have that like. Well, see that because that becomes that like the, 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 that's a that's a person that needs to know how to read the room. That right. that becomes a social cues what you're talking about, Damn, right? That's... And that's something that an individual that's that's separate from the job. That's something that an individual needs to realize. Like okay. This is a moment where this is serious. I need to shut up. Or this is a moment like... And that's just understanding social cues. And knowing and your rooms. And some people don't interact enough to know like those social cues. Like when you enter a place... Like I, I don't know if you guys... I'm pretty sure you've experienced that. When you enter a place and you feel like the atmosphere is heavy. Right. And you're it's like... tense. Yeah, it's tense. And you're like... Like what's oh, going okay, on here? What's going on like, here? What's up yeah. with this dude? Yeah, or sometimes you enter and you're already like, oh, it's very cheery here. Right. You know, so it's like, yeah, a lot of people... There's people that unfortunately haven't interacted enough or they weren't taught that, that they don't know how to read those social cues. Right. You know, like for example, one thing I was... Because each workplace is different, bro, Facts. to be honest. Uh, one of the things I was taught at the at the workplace I currently have uh, was greeting, mm. and, and, and that's I think I, I, it's such a, an essential thing, but it's a thing that we rarely do. Right, right. Um, and I was even in California, like if you yeah. greet somebody randomly in the street, it's they're weird. Like, yeah, they're it's like, weird. and some people like it because. They feel like, oh shit, and they throw yeah. it back. I'm very like that in, in the street. Well, that's because the thing is that here here in California, it's a very rare thing. A lot of people don't even say hi to their neighbors. Right. Like, like I actually say hi to my neighbors. Same, same, I actually know here. my neighbors because yeah. I, I wouldn't have talked to them when I moved in. But there's a lot of people who like don't know their neighbors, don't right. say hi to their neighbors, don't communicate with their neighbors. So that's the other thing is that here in California, we're so reserved that we don't even say hi to each other. For sure. And that was one of the first things I learned when I when I when I started working at the place I worked because in my previous job, we didn't we didn't implement that. We didn't do like, hey, you gotta say hi to everybody. Right. Um in my in my, in my current and job, it's like, no, you gotta greet everybody. And, and the weirdest thing Especially to me, the yeah, exactly. There. That was the the weirdest thing to me. Was, he said he needs to be greeted. Yeah, every day. he needs to be greeted by you. Like in most in most companies, you never get to greet the CEO. You never get to greet the COO or the CFO. Right, exactly. You never greet those people. No. no. In my current job, I need to say hi to all those people. And I feel like it's important, like, bro. And, it, and and like and and they even like to do like a little small talk, like, "Hey, how you doing?" Da, 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 you know. And and but those are interactions that need to be built. And there's a lot of people that don't have. I that. remember those would throw me off, bro. When I'd walk in just to say hi, and he'd just want to have a full blown exactly. conversation. I'd be like. Oh, hey, that's a trip. Yeah, bro. But it's like a lot of people oh, don't you know have why. Those I say also, it's dude. the culture that they come from as well. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's I, out I of mean, respect. I I can see that, but I also feel like honestly that that is huge, bro. Yeah. That, so like for example, if like it would it, like it would be a, like if someone enters your shop, you know, and and the first thing they see is your barber saying hi to them. Right. 
Like automatically People would feel welcomed right. At your place People nah. would feel like Whoa this is different Why? Because in most shops Where you enter Everybody just kind of looks at the person who came in and Facts. it's like, hey, like, kind of look, like looked a stranger, them up and down. Like, yeah, like, what are you doing here? Like, yo, like, so let me tell you guys something too. I used to work in retail and we had something called Secret Shoppers. Mm. And this was the CEO or whatever the owner of the company. Oh, it's kind of like that that show where yeah. like the Secret CEO, boss, undercover yeah, boss, undercover yeah, boss. Yeah, they, 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 they send these people to see what's up with their stores. I mean, these guys are busy people. They can't be at their stores babysitting these things. So they hire Secret Shoppers and whatnot. So like Something that they would tell us at When I work at Shoe Pass Is like Greet everybody Like if it's the owner Walking in Because you don't know Who he, who if they've sent somebody I need to implement that Or, at or the anything shop. like that Because it, it's like, just Like just that line Like greet everybody Because you don't know Who you're talking to Yeah You know what I'm saying Even like, though like I feel like my barbers For the majority You know they, they, uh, they greet everybody And I try to You know when they came in I try to have them Understand that that's how it's done And then like Now I see Kind of what you're saying Where it's like I mean I have a small barbershop It's not huge But I have addressed it in the past where I had told my one of my barbers, I was like, um, I'm not going to throw them out there. I'm just going to say we had the conversation where I was like, bro, what's up with the switch up? You used to come in and greet me and say hi and say what's up. Now it's like you just go to your station and you just, you know, and then, we, and then I had had a heart to heart with him because I was like, is it something I did? Is, is there something going on that, you know, I feel like, you know, so maybe now that you're saying that he wanted to talk to you and he would pull you to the side, just chop it up right there real quick mm-hmm. is him feeling you out, him feeling the temperature yeah. because... Honestly, like, it did throw me off that, you know, he had started greeting me every day and saying, what's up, dabbing me up. And then when they stopped, it was just starting to be inconsistent. And, and, and that's the thing is you got to remember, like, when people enter your shop, right, it's the, the first impression. Right. right. So, like, if, if, if someone that's never been there, like, enters and they have people just, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Just as simple as that, you know, like, people feel like, whoa, I'm welcomed here. It's not like other shops where you enter and everybody looks at you and it's like, Oh, you can sit right there. Right. You know, now, like... I've, I've really... I, and especially me, I'm in the first chair. Yeah. I don't know if you guys ever see me have a walk-in, walk-in. I'm always like, hey, how you doing? Who are you here to see? Are you just walking yeah. in? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always pushing that. And yeah, it's funny because even within that last time, there was a walk-in that walked in. And he said, yeah, I'm just walking in. Mind you, he had an appointment with Mike. And Mike was like... I had told him, so, oh, you're just walking in? Eddie's available. He'll take you right now. Walks in with Eddie, starts getting a cut. Mike calls him. Hey, bro, uh, we have an appointment. Like, where you at? His phone starts ringing in Eddie's chair. Whoa. Bro, I feel like an asshole because I asked you. Mm. I greet you. Hey, how you doing, sir? Are you just walking in? Yes, I'm just walking in. Come to find out, no, dude, you had an appointment. You just had a brain fart in that moment. Yeah, <laughs> for, I just, I'm walking through. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm walking through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that. And I'm just like, and then now I have to like talk Yo. to them both. Like, hey, bro, like, hey, man, I mean to do that to you. Like, he said he was a walk-in. And then he's like, nah, he had an appointment. He's like, he kind of got upset because he's like, these people don't have common sense. Like, you obviously mm-hmm. booked an appointment. Use your head. But, like, another thing about the shop, right? Let's just kind of stay on topic. Like, well. I, for one, have always thought that a barbershop for men is like, it's like our caveman spot. You know what I mean? We go and talk about whatever. Well, your barber is like the friend that you talk to about things that you normally don't talk to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, like he knows stuff that your girl shouldn't know. Yeah, exactly. You feel me? That's why, that's why there's a lot of like TikTok videos on like, 
you'll cheat on your girl, but you won't cheat on your barber. Exactly. You know? So it's like, <laughs> yo, I was having this exact debate with a friend, and I was, was talking to her, and she was like, no, but the priority should be different. I'm be like, but you want your you want your man to be looking good though, right? And she's like, yeah. I was like, there but you go. Thing, like, like, so yeah. if that's your barber, like, yeah. You get you, like y'all have he's almost, like I'm a therapist to a lot of my clients, yo. Yeah. I'm a therapist. I'm a stylist. I'm a I'm a motivational speaker. I inspire mm. them. They inspire me because certain clients like they're ahead, they're ahead of life in a mm-hmm. different aspect than I am. Yeah, and you vice learn versa, from them. right? Yeah. So it's like, and I'm that network that I try to like plug in people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a trip that. Like I've always said, what happens in the barbershop stays in the barbershop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just like Vegas. Like if you have like this, this it's got to stay in here. And it's almost crazy how the the barbershop vibe. I've been hearing a lot of clients tell me how they like the shop that I got, where I built the atmosphere to be very like a barbershop, old school. Mm-hmm. It's not like upscale and bougie. Even though my area is upscale and bougie, we're on Ventura, but it's like. We got it right where it's like we got posters, sports posters. We got yeah, you know. But it like, feels like a man's place. You feel me? I'm gonna be honest. And like, yeah. it's just dope to see that you know it's grown and, and and we're we're at where we're at. But man, shop etiquette is huge, bro. Greeting mm-hmm. people when they walk in yeah. and, and like you know, it's it's it says a lot about you. And that's something yeah. I always tell my barbers is that. And also, you, like, it goes back to social cues. Like, even though you greet them, you gotta know like how are they feeling, how right. are they looking, you know, like. They feel like do they look like they want to talk? Do they look like they're tired? That's do they so, like that's so you know, and, and that's, and you, and that's gotta, a skill that you, gotta, you have to learn with that's, time. But that's that comes with customer service. Yeah, and I know? think that like we're saying, you gotta treat yeah. everybody the same. And it's also about like people don't some people aren't getting that human interaction. Yeah, exactly. And and I think just saying, Hey, how are you doing? Like for me, like I always relate to shoot to shoe palace and retail because I feel like what they train you in is so crucial. They train you about like Breaking the ice and all that stuff, yep. and it's like you can use that anywhere you go. Right, and it's like for me, their way of breaking the ice was like, bro, look at what they're wearing, look at just something about yeah, them, so that, so you that can you can or something they say, pick up on yeah. something. You so know? like for me, the fastest yeah. way, especially at, at shoe palace, you're looking, they're coming here to shop for clothes, shoes. So if I saw like something that was like I like, like a clothing brand or a sports thing or like cool shoes, I'd be like, yo, bro, I like your shoes. Or I like that jersey, bro. Would you get it? Yeah. It just sparks a conversation, right, you know. Right, and right. it's like I'm not selling them shoes yet. I'm just talking you're just, to them. You're, you're just, building yeah. it because you're the, thing, the, the thing about mm-hmm. sales that a lot of people it's not mistake. About a lot of people mistake uh, that sales is about the product. Sales is not necessarily about it's the about product. Tension. No, it, you're selling yourself and your trust. That's what you're selling. Yeah. Because in essence, yeah. It, like if you can sell yourself and the and your trust. People will buy from you. Mm-hmm. I've had customers that like, for example, for the company that I work for, where they're telling me, man, I, I haven't dealt with your company in a long time, but they want to work with me. And they're like, you know, I'll start buying from you. And they, and they start they start sending me orders. Right. And other people would be like, damn, we haven't gotten an order from them in a long time. But it's because it's like, what service are you providing? How are you providing that service? And how are you selling yourself? Like, you know, uh, the other thing is, uh, you brought this up. Uh, I remember you sent this of like follow-ups. I get a lot of or like I get orders on follow-ups, bro. Where like literally just like, hey, how you doing? You know, you asked me for this quote, you know, like uh, you know, like I, I wanna know if this was good enough, you know, just as that conversation, bro. Right. I have other customers where like I, I deal a lot of people with the East Coast and uh, and then when I'm dealing with the people in the East Coast, especially in Miami, a lot of them speak broken English. 
And the thing I'll do is when I hear that they talk broken English, I'll start talking to them in Spanish. Yo, you don't like you automatically hear like the the happiness that right. comes into their voice because like, there's no more barrier. Be, exactly, because now it's like, oh, you're Hispanic, like, right. like, oh my god, you know, and like, and then I start joking with them in Spanish and like, you know, and talking to them about like different things, music, whatever it may be, and automatically that rapport is like, I'm selling myself right there, right. And then automatically they're like, oh, I'm going to come back to you. Facts. Yep. And then simple as that. Retention. Another yeah. part of the... But another topic we talked about at the barbershop was, uh, you know, the flavored condoms. That shit was a crazy ass. <laughs> like, crazy I like story. to call it flavored protection. <laughs> it's like I got but, uh, the strawberry Glock, bro. It was good. What, what country was that? India, I believe. Now they're using it to get high over there? Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? How are you getting high off of... I, break it down, Rory. What does the article say? What does the article say, bro? Every right. <laughs> How do they get high off of these, bro? I'm assuming they blow them up and then they just they just hold their breath, bro. Or do they eat them, bro? That's that's strange. Yeah, that was a strange one. That's that's like like what are you doing? Like for one, flavored condoms only taste good for women. Do they though? I mean, if you're in the LBG you know what I heard? community, you know, I, I don't know if you sent me this, Manny, uh, but they say that a, a clean penis tastes like avocado. Yeah, I told you that. So it's like, well, girl, well, girls love avocado already, bro. So what more flavor do you want? I'm going to ask my wife that. Yeah, <laughs> there was a survey that I saw and I, I, I told them about it. So that meant yeah. th- th- is that is that and a then like all the girls in the comments were like yeah yeah like is that why uh, they say that women supposed to eat pineapple before sex? No, nah, men men are supposed to eat pineapple. I heard both. Actually. I heard both too. Uh, yeah, because women you'll you'll taste the pineapple. You'll taste yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I've I've just I've never had an experience where it was like dirty in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Thank God I've never had an experience where, and now I'm married, so it's even more clean. But, yeah. like, even in the past, I've never had an experience where it was, like, yeah. you know what was dirty? That it was, like, whoa. Like, the doggy style was, like... Oh, yeah, you, you know, get a whiff. You yeah. get a little whiff with a little yeah, bump. Yeah, a little you know, whiff, like, yeah. I, Some girls... But I think that, I think that depends okay, on the is, hygiene, this is, bro. This is pretty weird. What is? Because you guys asked me to look up how they're getting high off yeah, of like, yeah, how, 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 they're how they're getting high, they're getting high. <laughs> So, according to gizmodo.com, it says, in this case, the news report said that young people may be boiling the condoms in hot water for Bro. hours and then drinking the water. Oh, wow. The uh, so, they're taking... So, the, basically, they're trying to remove... The flavor. Like the flavor but from the condom. My thing is, that how way. the fuck did you get? Who figured it out? Yeah. Who was the guy that uh. scientifically was like, we can remove this off the latex so we could get high off of it, bro? That's crazy. Who, was the, who was the person, bro? <laughs> or like, or like, what's your face? What says? was the reason? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> One more time, bro. One more time. He wants you to do it again, bro. And that. Ooh. What was the reason? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Bro yeah shit. like Who did it Who thought of it Like that's just wild bro Like Alright let's boil this Let's like, see what happens Okay so like, they're saying The key uh, ingredient here Is called yeah. Polyurethane Okay It's believed uh, It's a kind of alcohol Basically That That Hold Once on. they boil Once they boil it Is what it Is what it becomes You know Okay so the next question Is alcohol prohibited In that country <laughs> Maybe for that For them to do that Maybe for that age group Oh wow Interesting That was so weird to see So basically they're drinking alcohol Is what it is It's water with alcohol Pretty in much. a sense 
Damn, bro. That's wild. That's that's ridiculous. That's the extremes bro. it would go to, man. That's a wild... Wow. It's a crazy world we're living in, y'all. Hell yeah. Considering that there's some teens that are also dipping their balls in soy sauce. What? This is, I'm just reading this article, bro. Uh, you guys didn't see that video I guys sent you, huh? Where, like, uh, there's this whole theory about, like, how... Icing your balls helps you with uh, getting better boners and everything. And then they show the video of like the community of guys that do this. And I was dying, like watching this video. How these I guys heard are that. Like, yeah. Well, I heard that if if you take like ice bath, it's good for your, your circulation. So it's yeah. obviously going to help your circulation down there. But these guys like practice it every morning. Like every morning they dip their balls in ice, bro. Like, oh, damn. It- <laughs> I don't want to get frostbite. It's a whole community, bro. I don't want to get frostbite for sure. <laughs> Damn, bro. But they're saying how, like, there's a lot of, like, uh, health factors that can happen, like kidney damage, hearing yeah. loss, bone marrow damage. Yeah, because uh, it's it's not it's not proper alcohol. Loss of coordination, limb spasms, brain damage. All this can can happen to young people who drink flavored condom water. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I can't it's not I proper said, alcohol, man. I can't it's, not, I it's, it, it's not refined properly, bro. Uh, man. They're just literally just boiling it off, bro. And at the end of the day, like a condom is latex. So then what other extra ingredients besides mm-hmm. that is coming off of it? Uh, so then, my question what, is, and then, is... Is this Durex? What, what condom uh, brand? Bro, I don't know, dog. My question yeah. is, is Andrew Tate telling these guys to get high off of this shit? Bro, <laughs> That's a sick ass, <laughs> sick ass uh, pivot there, um, bro. Andrew Tate saying a lot of shit, but I don't know if he's saying that, bro. I I, I just I, I he's saying so many things that I don't know if that's not something he would not say, bro. Honestly, I think that guy just does it for the clout, bro. Like I don't honestly like some of the things that he says. I think he believes, but and he, other he, things I think he's just being a wild boy, bro. I feel like he's definitely in an echo chamber. Whoever's around him is just saying, yeah, yeah you're right, bro. Yeah, like his brother is yeah. for sure. Because my brother challenges me all the fucking time, bro. Oh, his brother never does. You feel me? Yeah. That's an echo chamber, bro. Yeah. The, the, like, like, for me to, and the, and the, and for the, me to the see brother, that. I believe the brother's older, isn't he? So, I don't know. I think, so I, I think Andrew Tate's older because he's the bald one. Okay. He's the one that's <laughs> going bald. So I don't understand that, bro, because me and my brother always talk. We we yeah. we could be agreeing at certain things, and then yeah. the one thing I say that he's like, nah, bro, you tripping? He gonna let me know. Same thing I'm gonna tell him. Like just right now about yeah. the other stuff, about you know. So it's like to see him continuously say this type of stuff that I'm thinking, like, bro, when I was 20, I thought this way. I'm 31 now. I'm thinking this way, and certain things I'm still thinking the same way, but I still see where it's like, nah, bro, that's not fair. Yeah. Nah, bro, that's very selfish. Nah, bro, you're tripping. Mm-hmm. Like you know. But so it's like. I got to feel like this dude's on some shit, bro. Like, if it's not the the drug of clout that he's, like, gassed up because of all the clout he's getting. Because he said he had a plan that he wanted to be the most viral man. Well, he said that he... This he's is in stage phase two one. now. No, yeah. he said he's on stage two. Now I mean, he's stage fa- one. Stage one, my bad. No, fa- of, four, of four stages, No, no well, well, what I saw is... And then I saw another video today that he sounded like... That it's basically breaking down that he's coming from an angle that it seemed like a cult now. Yeah. Because... It's just very, um, like... Because he's telling people what to do. Right. That's the thing. He's not... That's the difference between him and... uh, What's the other guy, bro? Because he got his information from... Fresh and Fit? No, no, no. The guy that Fresh and Fit got information from. Yeah, Romulo Tomasi. So, like, Romulo Tomasi... But that guy's married. That doesn't make sense either. He's married... 
He's like you you like But that's why if you if Ro- Rolo Tomasi breaks it down this way, I am not trying to tell people what to do. He's like I don't say you should do this. I say it it could be this. I say it could, I don't say should. This is the thing about and that's the that's the thing is that he's just throwing information out there so but guys, he's not trying to tell I'm people confe- how to live. I'm gonna confess something. Everything I've said this in the podcast before. Everything that Fresh and Fit Andrew Tate, Rolo Tomasi is talking about all those guys. I've read books when I was in high school that was similar, that was red pill, bro. Oh, yeah. No, there's been books about this That's what I'm saying. So a long it's, time it, ago. It's not, it's not new. It's not it's new not at new. all. No, no, so no, no. for them to start saying this stuff, it's like, and then when the I read thing the book. It's, it's, it's new to this scale, to this magnitude. Right. Because it that's was, where it's new to. And you know why it's also hitting now bigger is because men aren't what they were before. Exactly. Yeah. Like honestly, like we were talking about last time, like men aren't approaching women just like no. men. Men are thinking that it's gonna work just Yo, by DMing. You know what's crazy? So I was, I was. But working, that's because we've been taught so much of the romance. I right? was working this show right, yeah. like a couple of weeks ago, and um, there was this female sitting next to me, and she was doing like the interviews for this whole thing. Like, so she's she's a prominent name. I'm not sure what her name is and all that, but there's a moment where she was on the phone with somebody. And obviously it was a guy and um, the guy, I guess the guy asked her where she was at. She's like, oh, I'm in LA and that. And then um, she proceeded to ask the guy out like, oh, like we should go out and do this, this and that. And then, um, and then he was like, um, he, he, he agreed to it. And then she, she basically said it was a date. And then afterwards, um, at the end, she was like, don't, um, don't flake on me or something like that. And the whole my whole thing that I got of I was like, she basically just asked this guy out. Mm-hmm. Like the guy yeah. made no effort to say, "Hey, like I want to take you out." It's not like, but that's, but that's how the, the, roles, thing. How do you the know roles are reversed. Because I, bro, I was on speaker. speaker? And everything, oh shit, bro. that's what I'm about to ask you. Was it on speaker? Yeah, like oh, I heard. Shit. I was like, I was on my computer, like, but I was like, she was right there, bro. I was hearing everything and shit, and I was just like, so I feel like, all right, so Damn, she shot what I shot. feel is going on now is men are becoming, like I said, a little bit more. Emotional and feminist, and but that's because of what what we watch, right? A lot not only of, uh, what they watch, how no, they're no, being no, no, brought. No, but like, let's be real. Let's be real. People are are not the, so when the family is destroyed, people look for other things to raise them, right? When they don't have a, a family core, obviously you're gonna go to YouTube. Obviously you're gonna go to the movies. You're gonna go to the series. And then those things are the things that are gonna raise you. Those are the ones that are gonna implement ideas into your mind. So then once those things have implemented ideas into your mind, that's what you believe is the real thing. That and I mean, this is the thing where I feel like it's why, fucked up. That's what I'm saying, because it's the we're whole getting romantic- so this conditioning thing through Hollywood, music, all this shit, right? As a yeah. child to your adolescence to your adulthood. And then you get into it and it's not what you thought. No. And it's just because it's like the the idea, like for example, an idea that's thrown a lot to us, which is a fake idea, and no one should believe that, is the idea of the one. Right? Like, no, you work something out with someone. There's yeah, compromise. That's a false ass reality, bro. The like one? the one, mm-hmm. like there's one person out there that's meant for you. Like, well, that's, that's because that's, honestly, that like goes kind of go into the whole thing about religion selling the whole soulmate thing, and that's but your soulmate. religion. It yeah, didn't, religion, it, even religion so doesn't it do didn't, that. No, no, but it's like the whole Christian, like the way that you got to get married to one person. Like they've wrapped that whole idea in within that. 
You know well, what I'm they probably grasped that concept to build, like to sell, to, to sell it, bro. And that's sell. what it is. But in in reality, so, the Bible never talks so about the t- one. Are though. you? Of course, it's not. But no. so, are you telling me, in other words, that you can be in love with multiple people throughout your lifetime? If you've well, given that opportunity, multiple, like in, in what like, let's sense? say you may you you yeah. you fall in love multiple times, like falling in love multiple times, like instead of having the one, therefore yeah. you remove the one equation so that you don't. Just have bearing one heart for one person. It was like, because I like in my no, case, but the, I'm, the I'm difference is you choose to. Right. The reality is you choose to love one person, and that's what I've told my wife so many that's, times. It's that's like, the reality. There is no one. We built this shit. Yeah, exactly. You, you build, build it. If you, you want to make it, with it the work person. with you know somebody, also too, you build it because eventually that love or whatever runs out. Exactly. And, and it's, not it's about, like, what have you also? Because after that, it's like, what are you gonna? What are you okay. gonna re- sustain the relationship? Manny can with speak afterwards? on this. There's different forms of love, right? Breakdown, yeah, exactly. Right. Yes, Abba, yeah. um, Agape, and all, yeah, all that, right? Eros, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. The, the initial f- infatuation form of love runs eros. out. It's just eros. Yeah, eros. A lot of people confuse eros love for actual love. And that's the difference is that we have one word in English that covers too many things. Exactly. And it's when one word covers too many things, it's kind of like, well, we can't really, you know, define love that way. There's many phases to that. And that's why there's a difference between lust and love. I was watching this interview that impressed me a lot of this ex-porn star male. He was a he was a, a male porn star who was very prominent in the industry. And I was watching this interview because the pastor is interviewing him because this guy became a pastor now. And then the pastor is asking him, like, okay, like, do you miss sleeping with all these women? He's like, you probably slept with more than 400 women in your lifetime. Do you miss sleeping with all these women now that you're married and you're only married to one woman? And this porn star says the following. He's like, no. He's like, because that wasn't love. That was lust. And he's like, when you have lust, you want all those women. And that's just lust. That is not love. He's like, when you have love in your life, you don't need the lust. Lust goes away when you have love in your life. He's like, so therefore, I only need my wife. And and that's the thing is that we confuse lust with love. Right. And we think that, oh... Like the the feeling of lust that we get, we think that that is love, but it's not love. It's just we're lusting over someone. But then that's the other thing. We're now that we're talking about lust, is the music and the stuff that we're watching is conditioning programming us to for lust. fall for lust and, and the falseness than, of love. Exactly. Yeah. So we we confuse the two because yeah. we're being bombarded by this is love when it's actually lust. Exactly. But it's, that's the reason that that like oh relationships only last as long, marriages only last as long. Why? Because the lust goes away. Right. Once the lust ends, we're like, oh, so they didn't love me. They didn't truly love me. They didn't truly care for me because the lust ended. Right. So once the lust ends, it's like oh next person. And and that's why I've told so many people is is it's don't be mad it was just your turn, you know what I'm saying like, what, but it takes what, that individual to figure out like what's the difference between lust and love, and that's why you gotta vet people you gotta see like okay is this person and that's into why me? dating is important exactly, you gotta yeah. date this person yeah. and really get to know them because yeah. honestly in my For how long though huh how long For how long I will say okay this is the thing about it because. What kind of dates are you going on? Because certain yeah. certain dates you cannot get to know. A movie somebody. date is not a date. You know what I'm saying? That's you can do that with that's anybody. That's going out with somebody. Yeah, you can do that with anybody. A movie date. I want to go on a movie date. 
A date. <laughs> All right. Well, the movie date. If you want to make it a movie date, you're gonna go out to eat before or yeah. after, and yeah. you get to conversate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the if whole you're po- just going to watch a movie, whole, you could do that with the, the friend, bro. The whole point of I the just going- can't wait for the next time I take someone else no. to a movie, and they're gonna be like, "What? Yeah." Only time. Only a whole point of going to the date, uh, like the the movie on a date, is so you have talking points down the line. Because if you go to a movie and all right, I'm gonna pick you up at this time, and this is somebody you're on your first date, and you take her to movies, and you don't talk about shit because you're watching the movie the whole time, like that's obviously lust because mm-hmm. you're just going out to you know what I'm saying, like. And then remember when we were in high school? Why did we go to the movies? Let's be real. Out. Why did we go? Why did we go to somebody or exactly. kiss somebody? Like. Exactly, you're in a dark room. Nobody you, gonna see you. Nobody gonna you see always you. pick the right or left hand corner. Yeah, bro. Like it, it, it's like, and then I just feel bad for the, the guys nowadays because honestly, a lot of men ain't, I ain't. They're not moving like how how we supposed to be moving as men, like leading. Well, that's 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 the other thing is is responsibility. Responsibility is a choice. Responsibility is a choice. Like, and, and if you, if, if, you, you, and that's the thing is that, like, there's no point. I, I love this thing where it's like, it's pointless to listen to all these motivational speakers. You can listen to the best pastor. You can listen to the best motivational speaker. You can listen to all these guys of Fresh and Fit, Andrew Tate, or whatever you want to call it, right. whatever you want to put. Manny, it doesn't matter. If you don't take responsibility for yourself, because no one's going to do it. Right. You got to take responsibility. Facts. If you don't take responsibility for yourself, it doesn't matter how many motivational speakers you listen to, you're never going to change. Books you read on how to pick up on women, how to get a better job, how to get better pay. You're not going to do nothing. You got to take responsibility. You got to just, all right, it, I got to do this. Right. It's just plain and simple. And and and, lot, and that's the other thing is that a lot of people, like, they, they want to get to a certain place, but they don't want to be consistent. Being consistent takes responsibility. And it comes with discipline. Yeah. And, and that all comes with responsibility. Yeah, like, you have to be disciplined to be responsible. You don't stop doing it because, oh, I don't feel like it. No, no. You got to be responsible. You got to be consistent. You're like, all right, this is my responsibility. I want to get to this goal. I want to do this. All right, let's do it. Like, you know what trips me out? Going back to, like, how I was... um, Like, me and my brother talk about this all the time. He was he was just telling me about this the other day. He's like, when he, he's like, he's been in the shop with me so long that he can tell... When somebody's about it or not Oh yeah, yeah And that's just He's a client He don't even yeah. cut hair He don't know how to nah, cut but hair but he's been in the outside world He knows But he's peeped it just he, And he's also seen he is, He's already been in the outside world And he already knows like What's BS Right and he's also yeah. seen me Really go at it uh, Bro can I, can you can we be honest And can you can you actually say that At any point in my barber career You saw me be like oh, This fool's not really taking this shit serious Or, or he's not really about this shit or, or I wouldn't say that You weren't taking it seriously I think you were just Trying to figure out how to swim in the new game, you know what I mean? Like, so what? What point was that? When you were at, when you were still cutting at the house, when you were cutting at that at that salon by the house, like before you moved to a cut above, basically. I was still trying to figure it out. Yeah, like and and I don't blame but you I don't for even that, bro. Feel like I didn't I, feel I didn't feel like you weren't doing your shit though. I just I felt like you were just fine trying to figure out what's the next right. move. Because I honestly feel like, even in that phase, between there's a big difference between trying to figure out your next move and being and comfortable, then just being comfortable and like not. Being passionate about what you do, right? Like, your your cuts are getting better and better all the time, bro. There's right. a reason why you're cutting up all yeah. my high school friends back Facts. then, too, bro. Like, yeah. come on now, because I can't yeah, just but yeah. that goes that goes to the, to the other thing is that a lot of guys are comfortable one like if the minimum requirements are met, right? You know, like bare minimum. Uh, yeah, if you got the bare minimum requirements met, a lot of guys are comfortable. Like, if you if you're eating, if, you, if you're 
uh, getting enough food and you're getting enough dopamine from something. And you got what you want, like exactly. the bare minimum of what you that, want. That's why, like, there's guy. That's why there's like people who prefer to watch porn over having real sex, right? Because they get the 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 fake satisfaction of porn. You got the nut. It, you got the nut. You know what's crazy? You, like instead I, of having it, we're with talking someone. about Andrew Tate and all this, and yeah. I sent you a, a video today about Andrew Tate where he was talking about like. Um, about about like this guy getting cheated on and then like heartbreak and all that shit. Oh, and then it happened to him. Yeah, yeah. and like how like basically what I want to say about this is like why does it take a man to kind of go through that type of shit? What kind of shit? Like heartbreak. A heartbreak? He, he, he told him that trauma makes a man and that trauma happens. Yeah, like and, and then my, he told he told him he's like because he was ta- he, he the guy was telling him like because it's a long podcast that happened and they're making like a short video of it but in that long podcast basically uh what's it called the guy was show, showed Tate his girlfriend he told him like hey I love her like I'm into her and then he told him he's like bro a guy that's older than what you are he's like you're 19 you can't say that you don't know that mm-hmm. he's like a guy that's older can come along and take your girl like nothing bro facts like you don't know that Like he was telling him He's like you need to man up You need to like develop stuff You know in his terms In his right, ways right. And then In the video They show how Another famous Like YouTuber Ended up stealing that kid's girl Is this Nikio? I don't I don't know their names Yeah I don't, I don't names. know who they are but bro. I just, I just saw like the footage w- What really stuck out to me Was just like The thing that he was talking about How like Trauma Is what changes a man And yeah, what makes he- him like well, bro, I mean, all right, let's be different and all let's that Let's be shit. honest. Let's be honest. Like, I'm not going to throw this person under the bus. I was in seventh grade, and I had a girlfriend. And she was like, she wasn't like the bombest girl at the school. She wasn't the prettiest. But for some reason, she had guys on her that they're like, I want to, I want to. I hope I don't split, slip her name out. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like and just then, so you don't, I mean, I feel like I had the same situation. Let's call her, let's call her Riri, bro, just for the sake right, of so, conversation. And then Riri so had the same situation slip. in 10th grade, bro. Riri, Riri, Riri had me like... Ahora la teta home plati. I finally, I finally managed to get, get like, because I was trying to get her attention and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And I finally get her attention. No, yeah. Eighth grade, I finally get her attention. From seventh grade, I was trying to get her attention. I didn't know her, so we didn't have classes together. Eighth grade, I finally have a class with her. I'm like, oh, I'm going in. Yeah. First week, I go in hard. Mm-hmm. Get her attention, bag the girl. Bam. Yeah. Bro. Like Borat? Like. Like Borat. Like, I put her in a bag and I put Pamela her. Pamela Anderson. And it was kind of <laughs> scary, bro. Like, looking back now is because that shit is what started me in marijuana. Mm-hmm. Because. She was into it. No. Uh-huh. The trauma from the heartbreak. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Is what got me. Not even left me, bro. Because this girl did me in a. It was traumatic. It's everybody knew I wanted this girl. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew I was. I I had the hots for this girl. Mm -hmm. I got her. Secured the bag in my head, right? Just to find out one day. It's like, um, what's his name? Has a song. Fabulous has a song called Cinnamon Apple, Mm -hmm. and he's saying how. In the the bar, you heard that song. He's like, I thought we, I thought you didn't come to school or whatever. And then I come to find out, I know why you didn't come to school because you were with this other dude. And then I find out, Riri was like that. Yeah, bro, Riri Mm. did me like that. So Mm. the dude, she went, she in her apartment building, she had somebody lived next to her that was older than us. We're twelve at the time. This dude was fifteen, fourteen, and homegirl was. 
developing already. Mm-hmm. So obviously she had uh, some physical attraction where, and she was also physically attracted to to that guy. But then I come to find out she was physically attracted to both of us because we look similar. Because mm. then I see. So you were the un- younger version of that dude. Kind of in a way. Yeah. The thing that messed her up is that I had a deeper voice. Mm. So she liked... This is the thing that tripped me out when I was younger, too. It's mm-hmm. like, girls like me because of my voice. And I'd always mm-hmm. be tripping out. Like, they like the voice, like the, my yeah. deep tone or whatever, right? I find out that that's one of the reasons she liked talking on the phone with me. And that was, like, her thing. And then when I find out that she did this with Homeboy and lost her virginity to him, that shit was like, I thought that was going to be mine. Mm-hmm. Mind you, I'm 13. Yeah. Thinking, like... You don't understand that. Yeah, bro, that shit hurt me so bad. Because that that goes back to the concept of the one. You were thinking like, this it's is the, the one. one, bro. I love her. This I want to be. One. This what this is what every TV show has shown you. I'm movie, in Madison Middle you. School in love, like, thinking like, it, hell it, yeah, like yeah, because that's what society has told you. Like this is the one. You, bro, get, like, I remember I love even her. Ditch, like, I remember like yeah. ditching summer school, bro, and going to see her. And this was right before we we're gonna go to Madison to mm-hmm. Van Nuys High School, and I'm ditching and going to see her and shit, and I'm like. Like, my cousin, Danny, picked me up because I had called him, like, yo, bro, I need a ride home. Like, he picked me up. Like, and then me going through that, like, dog, trauma is what made me better. And yeah. also is what made me, after that girl, it made me a player. Mm-hmm. Like, me going through that made me, like, I am never going to feel this again. But I lied. Two, three years after that, another girl. Not even a year, two years after that, right? Jessica came around. And damn, I just said her name, but nobody knows her. But anywho, she she was somebody that I fell in love with and bam, bro. Like mm-hmm. another one. But that should just each one, each traumatic yeah. experience as far as emotional trauma, because that's another thing that people don't talk about. You can go through emotional trauma too. And as a young man, fall in love but with that, it. that has to do like that goes back to the family unit. Is like how is that how is your family teaching you about those things, right? You see, my parents try to deprive me of having a girlfriend. Yeah. But I but feel like that, that's the that, wrong thing to do. That's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Like you can't just say you can't have a girlfriend. You have to explain why. Like you why know. why are those things that you shouldn't do? Well, that, they said, you know? oh, sex. They said, oh, you don't want to be like your cousin getting her pregnant you and see, all this. But that's that's not reason. This like, just, that's not the reason. Like, you know? no, like you wanna say, like, in my opinion, if I have my now that I have my sons, I'm gonna tell them you wanna you wanna be able to you wanna like this. I'm gonna paint it like this. If you want a girlfriend, make sure you're not asking me for no money. Plain and simple. But also, you want to choose a girl that you can actually develop something with. You don't want to choose just whatever friendship. girl. Friendship is so powerful to me that I'm going to ask for friendship. Like, make sure she's your friend. Make sure that y'all getting along because when the looks fade away, when the lust goes away, and you don't feel like, damn, I'm attracted to You never anymore, built anything with that person? Yeah. You still got a friendship and a bond where it's like, like, like for one right now, like, a lot of people, like, my wife's just coming off of a pregnancy or whatever. Some men aren't attracted to that form of body when a woman is changed like that. Mm-hmm. I can care less. I'm still attracted to her. If you talk to her, she'll tell you I still touch her, all this. It don't matter to me because, for one, I already know what came out of it. It's like my kids. So it's like, but I see how you got to keep that spark. Yeah. You got to do stuff different. You got to like, you know what I mean? Just because eventually. And, I, and that's, that's I, I remember in, in counseling, like my dad, when he did counseling for churches, that was one of the biggest things. He said that? Yeah, one of the biggest things was like a lot of men. So a lot of women after they give birth, they they either don't get back in shape or, you know, they stay chubby. 
it's all up to the girl, you know. Like, right. it, you know, and I understand too that a lot of girls go, go through heavy depression, right? Postpartum. Um, you know, they go through high spikes of high blood pressure, diabetes. They go through a lot of things, you know, during their pregnancy. But that was one of the things that would happen was that a lot of guys, they would be like, "Oh, she doesn't look the same. She's not the girl I got with," you know. And it comes down to basically the the lust factor, right? Where it's like I married this girl because she looked bomb, you know. And now she doesn't look like that. So then a lot of guys, like, they go on to call it quits after that. Yeah, but I feel like it's yeah. not fair because she she had your kids, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... But see, that's what I mean. It's the mentality. It's like... The lust. You're after the wrong shit. Right. There you go. Man, to be honest, guys... My, my, uncle, my uncle at a very young age told me that. He was like... I, I think I was 15. And uh, I, was, I, I remember he told me, he's like... He's like, look, man... He's like, look at my girl that I have. He's like, I didn't, I didn't get the mommy's girl. He, he was li- he like, at the time, uh, he was with this. He's still with her, but he was with the, this, this lady. She first of all Mexican, very opposite of Salvi, you know. Doesn't look bomb or anything, but this lady, the way she would to give him attention and take care of him, you would be like, bro, that's amazing. Like the way she would treat him, take care of him. He's like, you don't get what you don't get with the bombest girl. He's like, you get with the girl that you build something with. Right. He would always tell me that. He's like, don't. He's like, don't look for that other stuff. He's like, it's nice. He's like to have a bomb girl. He's like, but it's it's not everything. It's not, especially if it's not built with nothing that's substance substantial. You know, if you don't have nothing substantial with that person. You know, you're going to look back now and be like, fuck, what did I get myself into? And that's why Andrew Tate, going back to him, is talking all this shit because he he's understanding that people are picking the wrong people. And that's like, it, I think his his whole platform would end if he just said, pick the right person. Yeah. Because Just be smart about who you choose. Right. Everything he's yeah. saying is like, you're saying about secure the bag, get like, the money and like all that. That's they, like all when visual they, shit. When they talk about, like for me, the biggest issue for me is when they talk about like, oh, every girl is out there, you know, like trying to get the money, trying, and I'm like, that's not every girl, bro, no, bro. Like that's not the like you and gotta not, choose your girl. There's girls out there that are not about and the bag like thing that. that. Also bothers There's me. There's girls a, out there, bro, that are not lustful like not that. There's like, girls out there that are were broke ass motherfuckers. Bro. Not every like, guy, yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, There's some guys that are broke, but their their masculinity, their leadership. There's other aspects of them that it is why the woman's attracted to them, but. My thing about what he's saying is, um, he hasn't said like the Nelk Boys interview. Y'all saw that, right? Yeah. What did you guys think about that? Uh, he said a lot of things in that thing. Bro. What's one thing that stood out to you that you're like, all right, bro, that's flat out. You're you're tripping, bro. <laughs> hey, he said so many things. Uh, one one thing that kind of, and this just bugged me in the religious aspect, right? I knew it was because yeah. he kept bringing it up. Oh, I'm Christian. No, I, I can't talk like that. I'm a misogynist. They're going to just label me misogynist. Well, no. What he said, he talked about like Christianity is dead. And he talked about how uh, Christianity is dead because Christians don't do what they're supposed to do. Which is be because out they, there. They don't, be they, very... Because they have a book and they don't, they don't keep up with the book. That's what he said. Right. And that, uh, you know. Did you see the Christians on YouTube or TikTok review what he was saying? I haven't seen any in it. I, I was I was just kind of like, yeah, I was kind of like bugged by that, you know, just because I'm like, I get your point because there is there is some truth to it, 
but at the same time you're mashing up a huge group because right. not everybody he's talking does that. A, he's talking about Christianity and Catholicism as the same thing right. when they're really they're two different things like yes they come from they derive from uh, the they, same. they derive from the same thing but they're different right and you can't mash up Christianity with Catholicism they're two different things like what the Pope says doesn't really dictate what Christianity the, yeah, says at all. Um, so that was one thing I, I was kind of like, whoa, bro, like, you really want heat. But that's like, the echo chamber that yeah. nobody around him is there to tell him, bro, that's not how you say that. That's not how you say, like, that's not what you're supposed yeah. to say. Well, the thing is that he he has, what he does, and, and, and like I said, he's, he's, he's good at marketing. That's what he's doing. He's marketing himself. Where he has a baseline that everybody agrees on. Right. Well, right. the conservative he, side. No, no, no. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it's liberal or which is they have the a base. He does a baseline where like everybody agrees, but then after that baseline, what he builds on top of that baseline is where he does the controversy. So what's right? the baseline that you think is that he? So he he'll do a baseline where he'll be like every man should improve himself. That's a baseline. Facts. Right. Because that's the truth. It, it should be true. Every man should improve himself. But then he does the, you know, a man should be able to sleep with any woman he wants to. That's the controversy. Right. So he does a baseline where, like, this is the normal thing where everybody agrees on. And then he builds with, like, a controversy on top of that. And then that's where people disagree with him. You know, because they're like, oh, like, no, that's not right. You know? And that's, and that's what he does a lot. Or, like... He'll talk positive about Christianity and then do a controversy. Talk positive about Muslims, do a controversy. Talk positive about something and then do the controversy. Like he he does that a lot. But it's anyways. very strange, bro. It's very strange. Yeah, I mean, and and like just about with anything, there's like kind of we're saying. There's... Last thing I'm gonna say. Did you guys see Will Smith's apology? I have Chris not. Bro. I didn't All waste I know my is time. that Chris Rock didn't accept it. No, he didn't. So I, I we'll talk about this didn't next waste week. my time on it, bro. <laughs> We'll talk about this <laughs> next good week. Wing, you see what happens. Check us out on IG. Peace. Thank you for listening to our episode. We appreciate your support. Remember to follow us on Instagram at The Current Pod, where you can share our episodes, review, interact with us, talk to us about what's going on. We appreciate your feedback and everything that you guys do for us and supporting us. Have a wonderful day.